You may not think you're the shit, but there's people in your life that think that. Are you gonna fail those people? Are you gonna buy into the narrative that you can't? Because if you do, dude, don't even fucking listen to my show. Go be with everybody else. I will never conform to this. We're fucking winners here. We're problem solvers here. If there's a fucking obstacle to overcome, we're gonna overcome it. If there's a fucking barrier that needs to be broken through, we're gonna fucking break through it. This is what winning is about. And at the end of the day, the world needs winners because winners show the rest of the people what could be. And every single time a single motherfucker wakes up and realizes that they're living less than their potential, that they're achieving less than what they could, that they are less than what they are supposed to be. Every single time one of those people wakes up, you did a morally good deed by living your best life. And I want to leave you with this thought. You either are or you fucking are. You either will or you fucking won't. You're either going to become or you're not going to become. It's not because of the outside circumstances. It's because of the inside circumstances. Going, rolling. Mm -hmm. This is 50. Ready? Mm -hmm. Let it rip. Feed me. What were you just going with? So, I saw, I saw, you're going to read that after, but right. maybe we'll finish with that part of it. But anyways, a little bit of a pissed off walk. Another little well, ag agitated morning. Yeah, this was from almost a month ago, but I was walking and then I got like that feeling that it's like, well, now I got to go to work and I really don't want to go like that. That Maybe, feeling that a yeah. lot of people have, almost mm -hmm. everybody has. So, so then I'm like, well, why am I mad about going to work? Like, you shouldn't be mad about something that you're, like, a, it's your career to go do. Like, if you took pride in it yeah. and truly enjoyed it. So then all these reasonings, and I'm, one of them was, well, for one, it, you go into this place and it's like a casino where there's no natural light, there's no... You know, you got to open up a overhead door to try to get sunlight in. That's not natural. Like, that's not something that... Well, the importance of, like, vitamin D and yeah. like, depression in the wintertime is because yeah. a lot of people don't literally see the sun. You're just going into, like, some... There's no, like... You're not fulfilling, like, something that you'd call, like, a purpose. Mm -hmm. It's just not, like... I don't know. And then I'm like... So then what do you do all day? You sit there, you don't, if you're not eating right, you're not like. Well, that and just, so if you haven't noticed yet from like your, your 40 some days in now, right? Mm -hmm. 41. And you've been getting up early. And mm -hmm. once you get through that workout or whatever, you get the blood flowing. Nine out of, eh, seven out of 10 times, you feel a lot more positive than if you like, if you miss it, if you don't get that workout in or you just don't get moving because when you do that on that 45 minutes you're likely listening to like a podcast or something motivational or you're you're trying to keep your thoughts rolling in a positive manner as to like why you're doing this you know you're, you're digging down into yourself to like this is why i'm doing it you know but the days that you question it and then you start running with those thoughts of like how shitty it is or like oh after this i gotta go to work and then like you you keep going down like you're spiraling down with like negative things well then when you get to work and then you're in that negative environment it's just easier to keep spiraling down with negative thoughts well then i like this gets to me a lot like nobody can change how you feel 
besides you, right? Like no matter what happens to you, you're the one that interprets how it's going to affect you, right? If if your best friend gets shot, shot in the head, right? You can look at it and be like, your life is terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, and you can just run with that, run with that for the rest of your life, how shitty your life is because that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Or you can, or you can be positive about it, find some good in it. Like, I'm so glad I got to meet that person, be such good friends with them for so long. And like, it's just changing, changing which switch you're going to turn on, right? You're either going to be negative about shit or you can be positive about it. And the more things that, the more you understand that you are the one that determines how every, every outlook and event that happens to you, if you're going to be positive about it or negative about it, that's when like, I think you're, that's when you start having good days and like, you're just trying to tie together more good days. You're Mm going to have bad days. Like bad shit's going to happen. Like, yeah, you're going to, like if something bad happens, you you're gonna take a couple of days and like reflect on it or whatever. But the you gotta eventually get to the point like where you're finding good in all the shit that's happening. But anyways, I guess what I was going with was like once you start getting negative about it, and then you're in that negative environment, it's so easy just to go with those negative thoughts and feelings, and mm-hmm. that can literally ruin your whole day. And then it goes to the next day, and the next day. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like just trying to think of why I'm not happy doing certain activities. Like mm-hmm. and it kinda just I don't You wanna know. find fulfillment in what yeah. you're doing. But then like your career choice right now is not fulfilling. But like I knew going into this like what i'm doing that i'm literally doing it for the paycheck right now because Mm -hmm. i want to raise capital to start investing in things that i actually care about it's one of the fastest ways to get the capital right now for me eventually there's going to come a time where i have to say all right i'm done with this it's full full blown balls of the walls into what i want to do now because I can't just keep using the excuse of, oh, one more check, a little bit more money, then I'll, then I'll try, then I'll try. Like, I'm building it now, like working, like working on learning real estate, putting money into it. Like, you're gonna, we're going to learn by doing it and failing, right? Way more than we're just going to learn by just sitting here waiting 10 years, reading every book. And like, yeah. So anyways, I guess that kind of tells into what we're, I mean, if I still want to kind of tie back into this, but. That's why we have a goal in the next couple months here to buy another property. Mm-hmm. If we fail, fuck it. Like at least we failed now and not ten years later. And hopefully we can keep on learning new stuff yeah, and not I, failing. I don't think you're. It's not like you're gonna fail to where you're. You're gonna have to start over. It's gonna be fail and then learn for the next one. Yeah, it's, it's not, not gonna be like a end all type yeah. situation. But that's also why, like, I went to work. Like, that's why I'm working right now to save up and build that, like, backstop. I get, you'll hear a lot of people say you shouldn't have that backstop because then you have that comfort of not taking the step forward, you know? But I I don't think that's how I'm wired. Like, like I know that I'm doing it so in the long run it, like, saves my ass. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a 
a fail and then you're like well I'm that here. didn't work now <laughs> what's gonna happen i yeah. think it's gonna be like well this sucks ass for a couple of years of well it's gonna be like well this didn't turn out exactly the way we thought so what do we have to do yeah for the next here's one? why here's why here's what we have to change here's to what become we... more profitable yeah it's and more efficient the more the more efficient we can become the more profitable profitable it's going to be it's not like you're gonna buy a house and then it's just gonna like oh yeah i think for those of you that don't know i'm thinking like one of the first episodes i we talked about like i want to get into buying real estate properties like that's what i Mm -hmm. want investment properties whether it's single family or multifamily. eventually i want to scale it so that i can buy like literally apartment complexes or if it gets to that freaking point, dude, I will buy a hotel, renovate that bitch, and and that will be another property. Like, that's what I want to do. And right now, it's just getting started. Yeah. It's small little stuff, like investing with others right now. This house, I said a year ago before that was even questionable if we could even buy the thing. Like, if that happen, if it becomes a thing, we are going to do it. Like, if that is an option to be sold we are buying that house because we know we can get a good deal on it it's it's a single family home three bed two bath that's exactly what we're looking for out of date we want to renovate it maybe we want to rent it out i might just refinance take cash out refinance and just buy another property right away but we're moving in here in the next week it's got a lot of finished work to get done and it's and that's my drive to get it done is to refinance it, take that money, and buy another property. I, I know people are gonna think it's fucking crazy because it's like, oh, you're leveraging your own home. But like people think their home is their best asset. The only time it becomes an asset is if you're using it as leverage to further yourself. Like if if you can use your house as leverage to buy another property or put money into a business, then it's an asset. It's not an asset just sitting there. It's not making you money. You're pouring money into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if if push came to shoves and you're relying on your house as an asset, and now you have to use that asset for capital. Yeah, you have nowhere to live. Like mm-hmm. now, what do you do? Yep. Yeah. Unless you have like a three million dollar house. I have been into, and you want to downsize to a hundred thousand dollar house. You know, that's, then, that's a whole different situation. Yeah. But who are you going to run into? You know. But if you're in a $180,000 house, what are you going to downsize to a $60,000 house so that you can, I mean, I guess, I guess if that's, if that's a route, but here's the thing. A lot of people don't understand that that's not like an option to do, or like they won't sacrifice the years to go to. So actually, actually I have a perfect example, perfect example of this. One of the guys that I work with built his house 2015. 300,000 with with the property. Sold it 2020 for 600 some thousand. Instead of going out and buying a brand new home, bigger home, he's now living in a $80,000 home, paid off another property, paid off vehicles, and now looking to build his own home again. Say that again? He took that money and put no, it No, start from the beginning. He what? took a what? Did you miss it? No, I I heard it, but I just want to make sure I comprehend what you said. Okay. You said so, a lot of numbers. I'm a little slow oh, sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so in 2015, mm-hmm. he took 
$300,000, built a home, uh-huh. a 3,500 square foot home. Yeah. And the property on it. 300,000. 300,000. Okay. A little, little bit more, but it was like damn near 300. And in five years later, was able to sell it for over 600,000. Yep. So now he had another property, put money towards that, and then paid off other debts that he had, right? Mm-hmm. And then, instead of going and buying a $200,000 home, or literally could go out and buy another $600,000 home, because you'd still have 200000 to yeah to put down on a home, went and bought an $80,000 house. Now he's going to live there for a year, two years, whatever, however long he has to, till he feels it's right to start build, to build another one or finds a spot that he wants. A lot of people won't do that kind of, like, a lot of people could sell their home and do that, but who's a lot of people won't because they don't want to be that uncomfortable feeling of downsizing into a home. Like, a lot of people hold a ton of value in their home and how people see them, like keeping up with the Joneses, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they won't just go eat shit for a little bit to help further themselves, like, say, into retirement or whatever. So many people bank on a retirement plan of, Oh, my 401k or my, my, uh, pension's going to do it. Like, yeah. dude, by the time we're that old, we are not going to have a pension. For those of you that don't like look, look into unions and stuff and how pensions became a thing. It was all, all corrupt. If you don't think that some of that shit is still like your money's going in the pockets of mm-hmm. corrupt, like crooks, politicians, like that's where that's where our money's going. Mm-hmm. We don't our pensions like they they actually take our pensions and are investing that. So when ha- what happens when the market goes to shit? Like all that money is gone. In two thousand eight, people's retirement plans, everything wiped out. Yeah. Now you're starting over. They sell that to you to keep you feeling comfortable. Like you're this is what I'm working for. This is what I'm gonna have, dude. Well, basically you're paying so. They want, they're going to take their pension money and that way you don't have it. They can control what, what happens to it. And then that keeps you on the hook to work until you're 55, 60, 65. To draw from it. So before you can even draw from yeah. it. So now you don't have a retirement and that way you rely still on the unions sitting there paying dues where they got their hands in your pockets and your, yep. all your benefits. Yep. Dude, if you look, my thing is, is do not rely on somebody else to set you up no. for your financial future. It, no. With today's technology, spend some fucking time, read a book, read some books. Like people don't read. Like I, yeah, Thursday or what? Wednesday? Yeah. I think Wednesday. Jay and I were talking about. Man, I'm running out of material. Like I've got a shit ton of books, but I've read them already. Some of them I've read four times. That's not. That's just so I can comprehend the knowledge and store that knowledge so that I can share that with other people and help myself. But it's time for more stuff. Like, I went and spent 80 bucks on books. People think that's insane. Why would you spend $80 on that? You just spent 160 at the bar last night. Mm-hmm. Like, where, where the fuck's that going to get you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun in the, in the moment. But think about, like, the long term. Their people are so short-sighted and so focused on that gratification of right now having all the best new stuff, having fun. Like, yeah, I want to have fun and do a bunch of... I love doing stupid shit, but I just want to no, get no, to I'm it. No, gonna, I'm going to have my fun 
Yeah, dude. I, flying on my private jet uh, down to my Airbnb and fucking. I wish you guys Florida. knew some of the numbers that this kid has been doing in the last few years. Like, I can 100% guarantee you. By forty years old, he is going. Oh, my. who you? Dude. Me? Yeah, I <laughs> like. I I all it takes is just one spending the time in yourself to learn things and 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 then just to build some confidence to talk to people. Like yeah, we were talking in the last episode, just networking with people. You'd be you'd be so surprised on the people that you can meet that can that are so many years ahead of you and can t- like show you the mistakes that, like i'm talking about financially literate people mm-hmm. like you're gonna oh dude another like bothers me is like there's so many people like in their 40s and 50s or like oh yeah don't do don't do this with your money do you know you got to do this well it's like what the fuck do you have to show for it yeah. like yeah you got a house you got a nice vehicle blah 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 yeah but you got loans on all of it What's what's creating you? What's bringing you cash flow besides your job? If they took that job away from you, you would be fucked within six yeah. months. You'd be living off the government in six months. That's another thing that's crazy about like this whole freaking virus and all that. Like, oh boy, we're getting shadow banned. <laughs> yeah, another. We're gonna get shadow banned. We're looking at two views on this one. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I guess we won't go too far into that. But like, look at all the people that lost jobs. And then the government just pumps money out. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we'll, we'll save you. So many of those people didn't have two, three months worth of savings to, mm-hmm. to pay for stuff. Everybody just lives check to check, relying on that check to pay for their, their next go out, their, out, their next outing. Don't, yeah. Just don't rely on that. Like, I, there's, so many, there's so many more ways. The biggest thing that they pump when you get in the trades is that, oh, like, we get the 55-30. We can retire, so you can fu- pull a full pension at 55 with a minimum of 30 years vested into the union. And when I, w- when I first got in, I'm like, oh, man, 55, that's my goal. I'm yeah. retired. Dude, I can remember, like, I can see, I can see your mindset set shift. Like, that's what I think one of the coolest things is, especially now that we're, like, well, I really want to. I really want like, to like teach him like both learn together about like the real estate aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm super excited for that. Sorry, anyways. Yeah, I got in and I'm like 55. Like, my dad's almost 55. He ain't gonna be retired for another 10, 15 years. You know, he's gonna work till he's almost 70. You know, I'm 55. That, that I'm gonna I'm gonna have it made. I'm gonna retire at 55. Then then all of a sudden. I start looking into my benefits and how the union has all their hands in my pockets that through all that's where they fuck you is in your benefits where nobody takes the time to look. And I'm finding all this and I'm talking to our BA and he literally okay, so to backtrack, I'm like once I started figuring out like they got my their hands in my benefits. Like that's a that's a fact. Then I'm like now I'm going to rely on this fucking pension that also they got to have their hands in it dude it's a, why it's why a business for them yeah like, that's there's why a reason they, they want, want more and more and more and more people that keep coming yeah so then where it really shifted was we have a dollar it, it's a dollar bank you get a dollar an hour in your benefits and that goes into a fund that if you get laid off it'll pay for your insurance well it maxes out at like eighteen hundred dollars or something like that a year 
and it won't carry over year to year. So once you're maxed out, you're maxed out. And I'm like, all right, well, on average, I work about 2,000 hours a year. And if it's not going to roll over year to year, where is that money going? That's like two grand a year if I'm, you know, if I'm maxed out and I work another 2,000 hours, that's two grand that's supposed to be in my pocket. If that, if that's in my benefits and I look through the, look through our contract, it doesn't say. So I go to the BA because they put you through and what part of the, one of the classes we got to take is a union blowhard class about they get the union, got big up union guys in there and they sit you all down and they tell you how great the union is and we're a, it's a brotherhood and this and that. So then afterwards, I'm pissed. And I corner the BA and I'm like, so the dollar bank, where does that money go? Like, and he's like, well, what do you mean? That's to pay for your insurance if, heaven forbid, you ever got laid off and went, went, couldn't pay for your insurance. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's good. That's fine. But it maxes out, right? Yep, yep, you'll be maxed out. And I'm like, well, then where does the extra money go? Well... You know, if you read through the contract, I'm like, I, I read through the contract. It doesn't say anything about it in there. Well, you know, and he's beating, don't know. He's, no, he's beating around the bush is yeah. what he's doing. And all of a sudden I get another guy that's next to me and he's hearing what I'm throwing down. And, this, and I'm literally cornering the guy, like won't let him. I'm like, tell me where the money goes. Like, you know where the money goes. You're just not telling me. Yeah. Ah, finally, finally, I get it out of them. No, once you're maxed out, there's that month. The your contractor still paying a dollar an hour. Where is it going? It's not going to me. I'm not getting a check every month saying, "Oh, you're maxed out in the dollar bank. You worked extra hours this year. Here's your money." Yeah. Where's the money going? Well, that goes into a general fund. Well, what what's the general fund? Well, you know, that pays for if the union does this or that. or, And I'm like, well, why isn't that in the contract? Well, you know, that's what it takes to be a strong union. Word for word, that is a direct quote. <sighs> so what it takes to be a strong union is for you guys to basically illegally take my money. And, you're, and you don't want to, you knew from the beginning, and I just had to sit here for 15 minutes to pry it out of you yeah no that's what i'm trying to say though is it's the unions were corrupt like with the mob the mob like that's how all this shit became like became do, a big thing and a big push you do make they get you because you make a higher wage than if you go non-union like on the check you make a you make good money but then that's they, what i mean they're they just selling that retirement and the benefit to you like they got their and that's that's one thing that i found like yeah, there's, there's so more. many mo there's more there's got to be so much more and then that's when i'm like i can't trust these fuckers that i'm gonna get my pension and that's yeah. gonna be a full pension Look and then it comes down to how you could actually compound that money that is owed to you and i'm like oh, dude, fuck the pension give me the money imagine let me invest it take two grand a month if you take two grand a year and you can invest that at your own rate oh and i'm like and then at one point at some at some point i'm like why would anybody alloc like we have an allocation meeting where every year whatever we negotiate for a raise if it's a dollar 50 for 3 years 
I think was our last raise. Now, well, now we got to allocate where that dollar fifty goes. So some goes to the local pension, some goes to the national, some goes to the check. And so you go, get a quarter out of that. Yeah, and we go in there, and all these guys, we got to put it on the local pension, put it on the local pension, the whole thing. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Are you fucking crazy? I'm like, at some point, we need to say, fuck Social Security. Yep, yep. Give me that money. Yep. And well, well, how are people going to... Well, if, if you didn't put the work in... And you can't retire till you're 90? Well, that's on you. And it's going to take one generation to do that where nobody can retire. And then that, that following generation is going to learn. And eventually it's going to. Yeah. But it has to come. Like, but they don't want, like, they don't want that. Like, yeah. Obviously, the government doesn't want that. They want you relying on their social security, relying on this and that to be able to retire. You know, it's like. It, in a way, like. So they talk about how, like, our generation, like, they don't want to work. They don't want to do stuff. It's, like, it almost comes to a, it almost could be a blessing in disguise if all of a sudden they didn't have all this money to keep pumping into Social Security. You know, as long as it didn't flip where the government started taking control of everything. Yeah. But if we weren't all pumping that money into it because all of these people our age didn't want to go work these jobs or they're online making money or like doing doing different things where like not so much like just I'm not trying to say like you just got rid of the, like union like the unions where they were putting money into it but eventually where there was no funding for all this these retirement plans yeah. where it came down to the individual again to set themselves up for retirement like it was a hundred years ago instead of in the last 50 where they just well, unions are a good idea. Like the idea of it, like if you're at a contractor and you're looking for a raise mm-hmm. and say you're going to you're going to one guy going to a contractor saying, "I need a raise, I need some benefits." Yeah. That contractor is going to go, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, yeah. But if all of you go, there's obviously power yeah, in yes, numbers. Yes, yes. So, like, the idea of it is a good idea. It's just where the money's going. But now it's become so corrupt that... Well, it has been so corrupt in the past... It gets worse. Yeah, Because now years. it's all swept under the rug. Well, that's what people would... in the Like, I think it's, like, the 80s was when there was, like, huge fights for all of it. Like, mm-hmm. the, like where the money was going and all that. But I think we have such a generation of fucking vaginas that no one will like you stepping up and saying that or you actually comprehending and understanding that you're not getting all of this money it's mm-hmm. it's going somewhere else there's so many people that have no idea where now we just have like you and then all of a sudden five people hear about it well then they tell you know they tell more people like eventually that's kind of what you need to see like analyzing all the aspects of it to say like this is bullshit and then you had it like you said there's power in numbers. The more people that can call it out and say this is bullshit, that's when they're going to start changing things. But you get so many guys, like, I'll bring it up at work, and people, they just don't care. They're because so focused on... They the they see dude. the bigger number. <clears throat> yeah. They see the numbers yep. and that they're making a comfortable... Yep, they're comfortable They're with comfortable. It. And I was just listening to an Andy Frisella podcast on my walk today, and he the whole idea of it was... 
Society glorifies mediocrity and villainizes success, causing people to get frustrated and discouraged at reaching their big goals. So you talk to guys about how how the unions got their fingers in your pockets, yeah. but they see that comfortability on their paycheck, and they don't care. They know they can pay for their boat. Mm-hmm. They know they can pay for this. They don't care that. Yeah. They're... Because it's 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 that mediocrity. It takes that, a mindset shift yeah. for, for you to actually care. And people, oh, dude. So that new book, Relentless. Well, actually, it's a little older book, but the one new to us. I'm so excited to read that because mm-hmm. I think we already have such a different mindset than a lot of people that we like talk to. I wonder how much more intense it's gonna change. Yeah. Like. But I think that's what it takes is like that's people have to put the work in themselves to like to learn things, to look at things in a different light. And if they don't do that, we're always going to be the crazy ones, you know. Mm-hmm. But there are more people out there like us that have have different views and I guess understand things a little different than what they are seem to be. Yeah, it's everything's not what it seems to be. And I think. People are, I guess, comfort, I guess, is going to be the word I'm using. People are just comfortable with how they're doing now that they don't care to look deeper into things to truly understand what they are. They're comfortable with that mediocre lifestyle that yeah, everybody and has. and they you're, you're the fucking oddball if you're not satisfied with yeah. the norm. Yeah. And, dude, I've, I, I've been that way since the last eight years for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I got so much shit back for it, but it's so nice to like slowly start seeing people be like, "Hey, like I, I kind of like how you look out, have a different outlook on things. Like maybe you're right about this. Like I'm not saying we're right about everything we say, but I just think we look a little deeper. We read between the lines a little bit more than a lot of people, and that's yeah. that's when you start seeing the bullshit." Well, I, I just look at, like, myself, and then I started looking at, like, other people and how everybody has, like, a unique talent. Yeah. Like, a, almost like a gift. Like, yeah. somebody can be really good at something naturally that I'm really bad at. Yeah. But they're not even using that, like, because they're just so comfortable with being... They're, they're afraid to take that step out and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, utilize it. Dude, like... There are so, there's so many people I know that have such good skills at shit that is like so tough, like, like woodworking. Yeah. But every excuse in the book as to why they can't go do their own thing or can't do this or that, it's like. And it's because society got, is. They literally glorify mediocrity. Yeah. yeah, dude. They glorify going to work every that, day. Which is good, but going to work at an unfulfilling job and retiring in this at, con- in this country, like us being able to do that and have like the freedoms outside of it, right? It's it is amazing that we have that, right? But a lot of people don't take advantage of yeah. that. They still lock themselves down for forty, sixty hours to go enjoy the twenty on the weekend. In a way. Don't don't take this the wrong way, I guess. Like I love that we have the freedoms we have, but 
right now we're kind of seeing all that being tested, you know, mm -hmm. but in a way we are just like other countries by living just for the paycheck. I, I, I don't know how to make that sound. Not like it's fricking like a communist China type thing, but those businesses, well, I think that they all rely just on you to come for that check. Right. And then your your government, your society pushes it and then you gotta have the best of the best, but what do you have to do? You gotta keep showing up at that shitty job instead of maybe living like living below your means for a few years to find out what you really wanna do or like put your effort into that and then try to scale it into something. But I like we get a lot of our information from other people that have had success doing what they love right so that's what we're trying to do find what we love to do and and enjoy and truly enjoy it so that we feel fulfilled and actually have like a happy fun life you only have one we have one fucking shot why be miserable for 40 years to enjoy 10 or 15 like and well, that's that, if you that's if you even get to that. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, and then you look at retirement. It's like, oh, retirement's going to be so great. I'm not going to have to go to work every day. I'm not going to have. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. You're going to no, get no, you're going to get so bored and yeah. so depressed sitting around doing nothing all day. That may, that makes a good point because I'm not saying don't go to work. Yeah. I'm just trying to find say some find something that's fulfilling. If you have to go eat shit at a job that you hate for years. At least do it so you have an end goal in mind yeah. of where you want to get to. I'm like, but my, I am 100% for putting in the fucking work to get mm -hmm. where you want to be. But don't just lock yourself down and say, this is it. Right. And that's how I started was I saw 55 and then I'm like, well, I'll eat shit till 55. And then and then I'm, I can just do nothing. Like I don't have to do this. And I had no end goal. Yeah. Where now it's kind of switching to... I want to do something that I don't care if I ever don't retire. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to enjoy it so much going every day, and like, yeah, there's going to be days that I'm not going to want to do it's it. It's fulfilling to work. Yeah, like it is. Like that self satisfaction of putting in the work and and having an end result. Like, yeah. Like it is super rewarding when you can go out and buy like a new vehicle or buy a home or like, but do it within your means. Don't just don't do it to keep up with other people or because somebody else has it like do it because that's truly something that you love like if you're into fucking super collectible barbie dolls or whatever the hell it is like mm -hmm. work for that like if that's what you want to do and like you want to run a museum on barbie dolls like that would be freaking fantastic mm -hmm. but like that's your driving force like everybody has to have a driving force that's fulfilling to them not to society's like norm does that make does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah and i'm i don't know i don't know that was a brand i get a i get a lot of get a lot i don't want to put my tinfoil hat on for this one yeah i gotta be careful no we should do an episode of that tinfoil hat episode yeah like mm -hmm. a late night special just mm -hmm. the old tinfoil hat sit around sit around the fire and get a little get a little what is the word 
philosophical. Yeah. I like that episode when they have that. The yeah. thing is, though, it's not even like... It wasn't even tinfoil hat, dude. That was like the truth. That was mm-hmm. real shit that's like actually going on. What episode is that? I should Google that. I share. Don't know. It was it was early like January I'll, this year. I'll share that. Tinfoil hat episode. Yeah. One second. Yeah, because you're like, well, you said before something about like we're not communist China or something like that. And I'm like, well, fuck, dude. When our president says, we the people, that means the government. Like, if you're <laughs> dude, not looking at that, I shouldn't like, even laugh at that. If you're not looking at that, like, what stupid. the fuck did that he is... just say? And we can change the Constitution like, yeah. like that. He said that shit. For those of you out there that don't want to believe any of this, that think, oh, this is the greatest president. This is the best government we've had. They're here to save us. No. Look at when the you, shit they say. When you need the government for saving, well, that's but, on you, I guess. Oh, yeah. But we the people, that means the government. I literally sat there for like 15 minutes and was like, what Boy. the fuck did he just say? The government is literally put in place to control. And it was put into place to control for good means. Yep. But if you're looking at we the people the, as, the, as gov- the government, well, now you're just basically a zombie and a fucking pawn for the government. Oh, this kind of will go on to what you're saying, but yeah, the tinfoil show. Oh, Grizzy's here. I wonder if Dad's here. The tinfoil show, and it's episode 90 of Andy Frisella. All right, pause. And we're back. Six hours later. Has it been? It's been quite a few six yeah. is it really six or seven yeah well we're uh, gonna continue a whole different conversation i don't exactly know where we left off but i know that pops walked in the door to come help do some plumbing in the bathroom and uh then we just kind of called it a day for the podcast but now we're gonna bring it back and we now have a guest with us hello the owner of this home <laughs> The Wonderful. true owner of the home. <laughs> oh, yep. Here we go. <laughs> My sugar mama. It's Anna. It's me. It's me. <laughs> it's been a long time since you came on. Yeah, somewhere in Jason's house we were talking about... Like January. Buying the house. About buying the house and how you were scared that it was haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It still might be. It still could be because Grizz does not like being in here. I don't. I wouldn't say that. I it's not that he doesn't like being in here. He doesn't want to be here for an extended period of time. He gets bad vibes. He just wants to go sit in the car. Yeah, that one day I came here. He wouldn't come in, dude. And he's just loaded up in the back of the truck, and I'm <laughs> for the whole day. Yeah. He'd come out and walk around, and then we'd be like, "Where's Grizz? Oh, he's in the truck again." Why'd you leave the door open? Because he was comfy there. He wanted to be there. Hmm. I gotta figure out. I think he's scared that we're leaving him. Yeah, I think he thinks we're just gonna leave him there. Like, like I went went to college and again or something, and he's not coming with. Mm Mhm. Yeah, because he knows that we're obviously doing something here. But he has a girlfriend, and 
Mm-hmm. I think he's going to like it. He's going to like it more than he thinks. I'll go on walks. His cousins are around. His girlfriend's next yeah. door. <laughs> what could you, what better what? life could you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, there's so many, there's so many different smells <clears throat> here. You can just piss on all the fire hydrants. They know that we're talking about a dog, right? Yeah, we've okay. talked about Grizz before. Okay. <laughs> and you'll hear him in that right when the right before we switch this conversation. He barked. He came in. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> you could hear him, and he's whacking his tail against shit. Well, anyways, <clears throat> we didn't get a ton done today, but we we got some we got some major stuff done. The room's ready for carpet. Well. Got some the lights in the bathroom are done. The TV mm-hmm. stands ready. So once the carpet's in, all that can get placed, and then I'll be able to watch my well no. bigger pockets videos. My we got to get internet. Yeah, we do. There's a we project. have to. Do you know if we have? So we've never. There's never been internet ran here. Mm-hmm. So what? How does how does that work? Uh, when I got when I lived at my great grandma's house in Fond du Lac. And you call Charter or whatever, mm-hmm. Spectrum. And they came and they like ran a wire from. I think there's a pole out there. Yeah, so then they like run a wire and bury it and then you got, you they gotta, do all that. So you got to pay for a little bit extra. Like, I don't know if I paid extra for that they, or not. I don't know. They, they honestly came to might... our door a couple weeks ago and they were like, if you do it within the next week, um, you get the free, free hookup. And it looks like this has never had it before. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure you can negotiate all that. Yeah, okay. we're going to have to do that. I'm not paying for them to hook that up. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I was going to talk to Joe and see if they, like, see what they had to do or if they already had it or if they're just running through, like. Pretty sure if you called Spectrum and you're like, yeah, and we've never you're going had... to make me do that. All right, I'll go to Time Warner and they'll be like, all right, never mind. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking because. They know you're committing to the contract, so they're going to make their money up mm-hmm. in two months. <laughs> it literally took the guy like an hour. Dude, the price of that stuff is stupid. Mm-hmm. I pay like $70 a month yeah. for inter- just internet. That's what we're looking at, sixty nine ninety nine, but only for a year, and then it goes up. Hmm. Yeah. At Spectrum, you only get like introductory what is your What is your thing, like 100 $70. No, 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 no. Megabits no. per oh. second. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Because there was like a 100. And then up to 400. 400 and then, and then like, like a, 900. And I think we're doing the 400. The 400 was 69.99. Because we want to stream and yeah. like I'm not watching a video and having it just stop. Yeah. I don't know. I, mine's probably only 100. Then I, yeah, I wonder with it only being two of us instead of like a whole household. A lot of it comes down to your router, too, having, like, a good router. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we could try the cheaper and then upgrade if we need to. 100 to 400, though. Like, <laughs> that seems like so much And if we're going to have more. computers hooked up to it, <clears throat> TVs, your phones, like, 100 for Jay by himself might be good, but, like, mm-hmm. now you're doubling it. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it is worth just to go. Yeah. I guess Joe would probably know better about... Yeah, I'm not real tech-savvy that way. 
he'd be able to lay out like why exactly this or each phone uses this much and yeah we'll have to ask him too yeah my internet's shit in Fond du Lac really it cuts out all the time I think I gotta call Spectrum and see what the deal is yeah maybe that's what that's they're what waiting I, for that's what I don't want like that would piss that would piss me off I hate when you're that's... watching something and it stops to load when I watch stuff, it doesn't, but if I'll play Call of Duty, it'll randomly just cut out. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Yeah, I don't really I don't really game, but say we do, or people over, and we're like, don't, we want to do that, and then it does, it, like, you can't, because that would just be annoying. Oh, sorry, we can't do that, because the internet's dog shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she put a post out on Facebook, and a lot of people said that. No, just two. Oh. <laughs> Well, hundred <laughs> percent. Two people said Spectrum or Charter. I really expected more people to say something. Oh well. So, what has been your f- favorite part and your least favorite part of the house so far? And then, what are you most excited for? Mm-hmm. So, did you answer these questions? I did last mm-hmm. week. And you're not going to tell me what you said. You um, got to listen. I, I no, you got to listen. We need those streams. Yeah. <laughs> we need more listeners. Oh, Share okay. it with a friend. Yeah, we do ask, um, we, you know, just promote it to a friend. If you guys enjoy it. Give us mm-hmm. even. We're going to do it anyways, but that just gives us that much more of an incentive when we know that people like it. All right. Like each week we find somebody new that likes listening to it. And then we're like, yeah, let's do another one. Mm-hmm. Least favorite part should be easy. I was going to say the least favorite part is redoing things we already did because we did them wrong. But, I mean, it's a learning process, so it's also a good thing. It's just, like, frustrating. We, yeah, we need to learn it because we got a lot of more investment properties coming out. Uh-huh. I thought you said you didn't want to do it, well, like this, like we did. Not we... <clears throat> My next property would not be to this extent. The only yeah, reason I did like that was because, yeah, like, well, it would be like your basic stuff, like mm-hmm. doing your paint and all that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to knock down walls and that again. Depending on if it's like an older home and the kitchen's really small or like mm-hmm. something's really small and we had to like open it up, I would definitely do that just because I know the value of it's going to be so much more. Mm-hmm. But like we did so many different walls, like so many different walls, and yeah, it was and so we dirty. removed plaster, like we took all that down, started over, like mm-hmm. yeah, it was just and we were so close. To be like a spot to dump it all for free where it was like, well, we might as well just do that. And my favorite part has been just like seeing it come together and it being to our vision because... That gratifying feeling. Yeah. Yep. Like once the floor was and it was like, holy crap, that looks so much different and I love it. And the cabinets actually look really good, I Mm -hmm. think, with this floor. Yeah. Yep. The old floor. I can't. I'm excited to like make a album on Facebook and Instagram of all of it. Mm-hmm. Just comparing it, like each different step. Because we, I have so many pictures of like the demo process, and then I think you have a lot of 
like before, before I have a lot before we touched anything we we could have done more during i felt like there was such like little things done that i was like oh i don't want to take a picture or yeah I'm, or you're just in it and you're just uh-huh. doing this stuff where you don't even like don't all of a sudden you get done it. and you're like and oh, i didn't even take a picture of like the process i just did yep like i think i have a couple of them we ripped down all the plaster and then all like the lath and moving studs and i think i have a couple of those Mm-hmm. Yeah, adding the cabinet doors, the faces back on, really put it together, the kitchen. Wait till the handles and the trim and all that's done. Mm-hmm. They say once your cart, like Ben was like, yeah, once the carpet's in, it gives you like that new home smell. Like It just pulls everything together. Well, and doesn't it like soften the sound? It doesn't feel yeah, so echoey. Like, like because right now, and you can hear it definitely <laughs> when you're in here, you can hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it looks like this next week we'll be moving in. And then I start my side work, and then it's up to you. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty up excited. I'm excited for that, though. Get a little bit of housework done on the weekdays, and the weekends are going to be reserved for pouring patios and putting in new driveways and garage slabs. Getting a tan. Oh, yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, do you tan? You tan. Like, Mm -hmm. you tan not. Yeah. (laughs) I should. I I actually tan pretty well. I think it's the Italian in me. Oh, that's a good genetic to have, dude. (laughs) I'm jealous of people that just get, like, dark. It's like, like Jake, he'll see the sun twice, and all of a sudden it's a you're darker than these barrels like I don't, I don't know how he is he's he's dark right now his arms and face i lose it really fast too though oh dude i hate when fall comes because i'm like oh here we go i'm gonna be white as a ghost mm-hmm. in three weeks it makes you feel so much less confident i don't know i love being tan yeah you gotta chew on the mic when you there you go much better that's my signature move. <laughs> Woo! Ky- Kyle does that at work. He said, he's like, yeah, I'll just be, <laughs> I'll be sitting in a... Well, now he does it in the gym all the time. He'll just be like, woo! No, that's like that or like mine? No, it doesn't. he just goes, woo! Like he does like a little howl thing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll be, in the, I'll be in the assembly. And all of a sudden, woo! And then all the way across the plant, somebody be like, woo! <laughs> and he does it back. <laughs> Then he's like, someone will just, there's one guy who all of a sudden will just go, and he like starts mooing across the plant. I'm like, well, at least you guys are having fun at work. Dude, right now our job site's like a boot camp. Literally the, one of the foremans for like the, the masonry came and we did the JHAs and stuff in the morning. He looks at one of the laborers and he's like, it's like a boot camp. <laughs> he just the guy just started dying laughing. I'm like, what were you doing in the morning? Like the safety meeting and stuff. Oh, okay. He's like, it's like a boot camp, and we just like he told me that later in the day. I was laughing so hard, like, <laughs> dude. I was laughing so much. He, I'm, I'm like, we literally said the week before, welcome to buds. Like we we call it, it's hell week. <laughs> 
It's all right. It does not sound fun. It's not the most fun job site, mm-hmm. but I, I, in a way, I get why they're so picky about like like what we're doing now because it can't be messed up or it will mess up the whole mm-hmm. the whole thing because this is the beginning of the pro. If you don't get the bottom of it right and you build up, when the bones are good, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like you get it, but it just like sucks. But in a way, it's like making you better yeah it is making you better so mm-hmm. like that's one positive thing that i like i'm taking out of it i get it but yeah you just you have those days mm-hmm. figure out what i was gonna say oh i showed on your 40 day 40 days in transformation. looking good jay i didn't want to mention hey. it <laughs> mental blowy <laughs> Wait, didn't want to say anything I, I didn't want to throw Matt under the bus that he showed me I t- I'm just being honest with him up front <laughs> yeah I wanted to do one like side by side like that like about halfway through mm-hmm. so well are I you could... still taking a picture daily yeah I take well you got to take one daily mm-hmm. but, but then like I wanted to like because you look at them daily and you're like oh, if it's nothing. every day you yeah. never notice that yeah. so then i like edited one that like is side by side mm-hmm. just so i could actually see the difference because dude it's it's so noticeable like, yeah like so noticeable it's awesome yeah it looks like you're doing a hardcore i mean you are yeah but like the like a super program that you yeah. see on tv or yeah, something like... you know like mm-hmm. like a p90x transformation <laughs> and here you are 40 days in it's like holy shit yeah, you wouldn't think that you could actually, like, get results like that in basically a month. Yeah, because a month doesn't seem that long. Well, but... they say that it takes roughly two weeks for somebody else to recognize, like, your changes. And then it takes you, like, four before you you fully start to realize them. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice anything. I didn't even think I was even making any difference. Really? <laughs> Dude, it, yeah, you definitely are. The, I think at the end... You probably won't want to, but I think we should put put that on the story. Share well, it's not like yeah, you looked I'm... bad before, so. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> you were, like, in this terrible shape. But, but like, it... you can definitely tell you're leaner and you have more muscle mass. For yeah. sure. But there's I haven't nothing... gained any weight, dude. That's good, though. Like, you know, like, you're trying to put on muscle, right? Well, mm-hmm. now, now you know that you're, you're putting on lean mass because you are, like, leaning out, but your body weight's staying the same. Yeah, I think I gained, like a pound and a half or two pounds maybe that's really good because you don't want to do it fast too yeah and like my diet was just a bulk diet basically so i eat whatever i want but a lot of it and i make sure i don't eat like candy or anything that's not going to be beneficial i feel like a lot of people actually struggle with eating enough yeah like People think Matt's crazy, but he's actually eating what he should be eating. Oh, and half the time, I don't even make my, like... Yeah, your calories that you need. Yeah. Well, I, I can't say half the time. The last <laughs> 40 days, I've been pretty freaking, like, right on where I need to be. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like, it'll take, like... So, like I was saying before is I eat, like, super pretty, like, clean from Monday to Friday night. Friday night I'll have like when I'm at the house or whatever like I'll have a snack or like some odd thing for dinner like a pizza or something 
And then Saturday morning, I make sure, like, I have two, like, high-protein meals before. Like, I'm due, like, work on the house or whatever. And then by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I can honestly... I don't even... I eat random-ass foods, like snacks, anything I want. But I still won't hit the amount of calories that I'm supposed to hit. So then Sunday, I eat clean again. But then Sunday, I could still eat, like... We could go to Geno's or something. I could still fit that in where I'm like right at my maintenance calories, which is awesome because then I still have a little bit of freedom on the weekend and I'm still seeing results because I'm locking it in all week. Mm-hmm. Literally, I don't, I do not miss a meal during the week. Like four, four in the morning, like 4.30 in the morning, I'll go up, have my shake or breakfast and then by well then it sucks because then i don't get to eat till 9 30 break and i'm like starving by that time but then it's the same thing like every single day and i don't even, i don't really get sick of it like i may like one of my favorite things to do is greek yogurt with a scoop of my protein in it i mix it the night before and then by that morning like it it's not even like if you eat it right away it's like chalky but, but, since it, you but let if it you sit. let it sit overnight, mm-hmm. it all like absorbs, and it's like freaking having a shake. So then, how many scoops of protein do you eat in a day? Five. <gasps> I get an eleven-pound <laughs> bag for fifty bucks. MyProteinUS.com. Yeah, check it out, <laughs> and then we, there's a. I should actually get a freaking discount. You couldn't code. get a discount code, yeah. Because like now I'm having like Kyle and like people start using it too. Dude, they're want. They're a te- they're a third party tested, which is that you want that like mm-hmm. an- like another rent like company like Informed Choice will come and test your products, yeah. so you know that you're getting a, a quality product. Mm-hmm. I like protein oats, like the overnight um, protein oats. We should do we should do that like in a jar. Yeah, like a mason jar. That's what like I was a big doing. jar. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I can like just take a half cup mm-hmm. out of it so yeah like, but i probably wouldn't want to have them for like the like, entire week no no like a three-day thing or a two-day thing so you don't have to make it you don't have to make it every night excuse me bless you so you don't have to make it every night but then mm-hmm. hmm. i'm also excited for like our own food and stuff yeah oh i never even finished we... all that but let's okay. oh yeah you're exci- <laughs> go ahead that could be your next point most excited for most excited for we talked about this the other night. Creating our own lives and like right now we're intermingled with my aunt and uncle and Matt's family. And now it's just going to be more about us and making it our own. Self-reliant. <laughs> like everything we do is for us. Mm-hmm. Or like on you. It's all on you. Yeah, it's not mom's fault she didn't buy any toothpaste. Right? Yeah. Damn it, mom, we're out of toothpaste. <laughs> Don't worry, I have like six tubes, so you know the last this month. You want anything from the store? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, now we gotta pay for it. The biggest thing I've noticed from seventy five hard though, like isn't the diet, it's the water. Trying to get your water in? No. I love drinking a gallon of or water. Or just how much better you... Yeah. Yeah. Water like, is a... Dude, so many people don't super drink food. like a cup of water. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't feel like I feel if I don't drink like until I'm that that like half gallon by like if I don't drink a half a gallon by like 9 a.m. on a work day, I feel oh. like slow and yeah, like, so, not yeah. energized. And, like that's that's me today. I'm a little bit slower because I didn't have my water jug with me. I'll know on days where I'm like, I'm not drinking enough water, and then I'll get back to break and I'll look at my water jug. Knew it. Like, damn it. I never knew that. I never drank water, like a lot of water. I get so much shit about it. I don't know if you guys do. Well, I feel like Especially a douche bringing a jug. gallon jug people I, I carry a half gallon, and people are like, oh, my God, that you know is what so you much need? water. You need a little koozie on your jug like mine. Then yeah. people are like, damn, where'd you get that? <laughs> That's sweet. And then they don't even get, they don't even like, you got your jug of water? They're more like, that's awesome. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. They're like, Does it work? If I find one at a rummage sale again, I'll I'll get you. Dude, all right. That thing's awesome. Actually, I'll have to upgrade mats maybe, and then you can have that's it. That's fine, too. <laughs> yeah, you're going to like it, dude. And it keeps your water, like, cool all day long. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I think I've said that before on here. I don't even put it in the freezer or we the should... fridge. I literally just fill it the night before and leave it on the counter, and it's fine all day. We should look at that because... Do you think they still make those? Because I just found it's a, a good brand. It's I like think it's an, an old... igloo. Yeah, but they could still not make them. Still, like they might not have gone because people didn't. We buy should them. get. We should drop we should ship look. them. Yeah. We should make a drop shipping company on them because <laughs> they're pretty nifty. That's with good. Or you could get a hydro jug. Yeah, dude. With a hydro oh, sleeve, it... like I do. No, I'm. Ugh. I'm think. Well, then you got to get the certain jug. Everybody, gallon jug. Boom. Go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. Bam. You're and then you can upgrade, yeah. Jug. Like my hydro drug, actually. You can switch your the, jugs out. The top is cracking, so it can't tip over. Yeah. But and that's also your another thing too. Your milk jug breaks. You just get you, some more milk. You, I remember I used to just carry my gallon jug of water with no, without my. They have them on Amazon. Oh really? Twenty five bucks. <laughs> oh, dude, put our logo <laughs> on those suckers. I know. We made a new logo. You guys haven't seen that on our Instagram. I gotta change the YouTube one, but and the Spotify one. Ah, that looks oh, yeah. pretty good. Right, I think I'll, a professional I'll, did it. How I'll much did that. you pay? She liked it. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Who made that?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "Jay." Yeah, I got I got bored one night. And it looks good. Sat dude. down and did it. I like it. Then we went through a couple different ones. And he's same, like, "Same, same, same idea." idea he sent it. I'm like, "Oh, we could do this." And he's like, "Oh yeah, like." But that's what it takes, just like little little things to make it more appealing and pop out. Now it's like, I, I really like it. I think that'll look sweet on. I like the colors too. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, it reminds me of this shirt. I don't know if it says anything. Reminds me of this shirt, plain <laughs> black. No, this, the, <laughs> yeah. The axe and sledge here to work one, my black one. Yeah, maybe that's where I like the colors from. Dude, that would look sick on the back of a. Long sleeve or t- oh, dude, I think we should get some of those. We should look into that. How much t-shirts yeah. so far to make with the? Even if we got like ten of them, well, like because Taylor... I bet like Kyle and Hunter, like those guys would all get one. Taylor made t-shirts and she sold them for like ten dollars. My I mean, cousin says... works at a press, or they used to both of them. That you could. So my cousin has a like a t-shirt company. Yeah, and he said that at that company you basically get like a PDF file with what you want to print it and mm-hmm. you just like it has like a machine that you like press yeah 
whatever on. You should talk to him about it. I would like like ten of them, just to start with yeah. ten. I'll Otherwise, text him. Yeah, read them. at Blumkey's. Send him. Do you have a picture on your computer? Take a like the, or just send him the Snapchat and say, hey. I'm just gonna snap him. Ask him what what it would entail if I wanted to make my own T-shirts. Yeah, hell yeah. You you'd get one, huh? We'll Duh. give you one. That'd Duh, be sweet. I'd get a hat with it on it. I'll let Dad wear one to yeah, work. Yeah, he has hats and everything. Oh, dude, hats would be sweet. I would. We have to do the actual FlexFit brand, though. Yeah, like, yeah, legit. The like from the AAR ones. Yeah, those the are nice. actual FlexFit they it's, fit so much better than like any that. other. That was a nice hat. I think it's funny how many four less than four years ago you never wore hats. Me? Yeah. I didn't wear hats till my junior year of college. So not that long ago, Mm-mm. was it? And then I used to wear one hat that was just a goofy hat. And then I mm-hmm. started actually liking different hats. Because you got comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I just wear them all the time. I think it was like my first year out of school where I wore it all the time. So only two years. Good thing. Girls wouldn't have been able to stay off of you. What do you mean? I call it. Oh, well, I guess you already had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear insect repellent. To keep them away. But it was my own. It was more of a mix of cat piss, and it was <laughs> <What>? pussy repellent. <laughs> Never worked for the moms, so though. There was just something about my repellent. They probably are used to that smell. Yeah, so. it smells like it smells like home. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sorry, smell. I was texting my cousin. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Smelling like cat piss. I said I had my own pussy repellent. Oh. <laughs> uh. At least your cat didn't piss in your boots and you couldn't make it to work. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I still... I don't know, that kid that didn't show up, that just... How... How, dude? I think I've literally, like... I've had, like, two sick days where I was actually sick. And I hated even calling in for that. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, they're going to think I'm lying. Mm-hmm. Unless they go to the hospital. Yeah, they're going to think I'm lying. Like, yeah. I was, like, I hate that. Just so devoted. Well, for, just... for background, Jason... Oh, did you already talk about this no. earlier? Okay. Just to you in the driveway. Okay. Um, what I miss? Jason's... No, and you were there. ...co-worker called in... Oh, yeah. ...and said he couldn't come to work because his cat pissed in his boots. Mm-hmm. True mm-hmm. or a lie? I'm gonna guess. If it's true, it has to go down in history as a very unique excuse. (laughs) The one that got me was the kid. So we start at six a.m., and the kid has been known to just not show up to work, and then just we're like, "Did he die?" Like, (laughs) and then he'll show up the next day. So we're like, "Oh, didn't show up one day." last week or the week before we're like oh we'll see him tomorrow probably text my foreman at 11:30 in the morning hey i just woke up i think my cat unplugged my charger from the wall <laughs> so my phone didn't go off did he come in no I won't. no my big deal i only like, woke up stay home five yeah. and a half hours late how oh do my god if you're supposed to be up before the sun gets up and yeah. you're in that routine he's yeah. been there for like three years 
Yeah. It sounds like he was drunk and didn't plug his phone in, and then he slept. No, because he, he was... just wanted to stay in. <laughs> <laughs> but why would, like, lying is better if that's actually true. You might as well not say anything at that point like, and just wait till the next day and come in. Uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe, but how did... I've been, like, closed the bar down, came home, didn't sleep till, like, 4 a.m., on a Saturday or something, yeah, mm-hmm. and I still would wake up with the at sun. Your time, yeah, at your normal. Really? The sun would get oh. up, and that would wake me up, and oh. then yeah. I'd be like, "Fuck this, back to sleep," mm-hmm. and then not wake up till like yeah. noon. But yeah, never, but you have like, to wake up at least once. Yeah, like, how do you not yeah. wake up to he piss woke, yeah. to do anything? Like, he woke up. We know, <laughs> liar. <laughs> but that, like, you'll also have guys that will come in. They'll go out drinking. They'll come in like the next day and be like, "Yeah, I was out till three thirty, you know." And they'll they'll be at work at six. It's like props to them in a way for like showing still up, still making it. But it's not very safe because they're probably still drunk or they're hungover, and you're just not on the top of your game. So if you're doing something that, like operating the equipment or just overhead or you're you know you're working overhead to somebody like not good we had a guy before i started i've never met the guy but i've heard like stories and this is how it went down i guess is everyone knew he'd come in and just reek like booze Mm -hmm. and then he'd go out on break go to the gas station and slam beer (gasps) and come back but he just run the plasma table and i guess he was like actually really good at it actually cared like enjoyed running the plasma yeah but he was just an alcoholic functioning alcohol and nobody really ever said anything about it like because like you can't really get hurt you can't like and you're by yourself you're not like doing anything that could harm Mm -hmm. yourself or others and he was good at it until the safety guy came in and smelled it on him at like Mm -hmm. eight in the morning and obviously had to take him in and get breathalyzed and i guess he blew like a point three (gasps) one Oh my gosh! Is it what's that's Point, like coma? Yeah, like he was almost legally dead, <gasps> and he was completely functional. That you would have never known that he was drunk. Isn't that crazy? And I, I'm like, there's no way. And I heard it from that, not only the my foreman that went had to go in there and sit with him, but I heard it from like four or five other guys that worked there that he like blue almost legally dead and you wouldn't like talking to him no any no way like slurring just by his words smelling. nope just by smell they took him in obviously had to fire him but oh no isn't that crazy that people can just become that like complacent or not complacent but like so used to being lo- loaded mm-hmm. all the time that mhm yeah well, he probably, being there at 8 in the morning, probably drank quite a bit before he came to work if he had to wait yeah. for his break. He said his girlfriend got home at like 2 in the oh. morning and they were taking, drinking tequila or something was his excuse. But that still wouldn't... Holy smokes. He was obviously like slamming booze right before he came yeah. in mm-hmm. or like at work. Dude, Dad said when he worked at Johnson Brothers when they would pour concrete all the time, guys would basically get fucked up every night come to work drink like whiskey in their coffee and like where was this at when he worked at johnson brothers they sold out what'd they do concrete concrete 
laying or they were pouring concrete. Yeah, every day. Like that's all they did. And that's how they were. Four month pour, like multiple pours a day. And people would just be shit faced all the time. Like it was common for them or like Mm. and as soon as they were done, they would be slamming beer and the next day go again. Like that's what they did. You never you don't really see that much anymore. Guys talk about that all the time. Like Mm -hmm. they're like, Yeah, ten years ago we would just right at the end of the day on a Friday or whatever Right, right in the back of the trucks, just sitting there and bullshitting at the job site, and then it's like you don't ever see that anymore. Mm-hmm. It was like a rare occasion when we all rode together, like, well, like on a Friday, somebody would bring a cooler, a beer on the way home, or something, and like that used to be the norm on uh, pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't even have to be a Friday; people just did it. Mm-hmm. It is. It does create like a little bit better culture in a way of like everyone working together because like they're unwinding and bullshitting on the way like an hour on the way home or whatever well and then I it's think, more enjoyable throughout the day if you can get along with them even yeah after i like th- i think that's what it is like people would, like you could bicker all day but then all of a sudden like your your differences are over when you're just people mm-hmm. are that's their way to unwind or whatever but we also know that's probably not like <laughs> it's not the best thing for you you know the best way to to get over that kind of stuff but we were talking a couple weeks ago that like when in middle school when we learned about alcohol and drugs like an alcoholic is such a bad it has such a bad connotation but like looking at a lot of people we know like you could use the term alcoholic sadly but they're but still they're like not, good people yeah 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 because yeah. your drinking is heavy, <laughs> like, yeah. and not just on the weekends. Well, I think but binge even drinking then, binge is like drinking. three, three or four drinks, or is it? I don't know. Three no, or four times binge, a week. Yeah, I think so. Or two to. It's not even the amount of drinks. It's the times, times you that drink. you drink per week. Mm-hmm. It's also wild too because it is the culture in the midwest especially wisconsin mm-hmm. seriously like i know we it's went, insane we went to florida i wasn't 21 yet but tj went was 21 and he ordered two pitchers of beer and they're like who are these for <laughs> and he looked at him he's like they're for me <laughs> they're like we need all of your ideas and i'm not 21 Oh no! I literally ordered a soda because I knew, I'm, and yeah. you're not gonna mix beer with soda. Yeah, like, yeah. And they're like, we can't serve you these. <gasps> so he had to literally buy glasses of beer when he wanted two pitchers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and you can easily drink two pitchers if you're planning on getting drunk. I can, I can <laughs> still picture. It. She's looking at him. And she's like, "Who are these for?" <laughs> and he's like, like looking around, like they're. I'm... They're for me. <laughs> who who else would they be for? That's <laughs> not like when Ben when Ben and those and Hunter and those guys go out to uh, Nebraska. They'll basically they'll drink a thirty rack a night, and there'll be a bunch of other guys from different states and that, and they'll like they'll drink like two beers or like they'll offer them a beer. They won't really say anything, and those guys will like clean the whole rack out, and they'll just be sitting there talking till like two in the morning with these guys, and they're like. If I did that, I would be like dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, 
<laughs> it's just kind of like the it's literally it's wild because like it, it like you you were saying before the first couple weeks of like the 75 hard not not drinking it is a little it is so much different really because like when you're not doing anything that's just what people turn to do around here mm-hmm. like all the time you're at, like you're at a wedding you're drinking like birthday party drinking like any ce- celebratory you're event at, uh um, you're at a funeral. Baby shower, you're wedding at a funeral. shower. You're at a funeral. Mimosas. People are cracking beers after the funeral. Like, see, mm-hmm. like it, you're you're going into a wedding. People are out in the parking lot slamming beers or like. Mm-hmm. It's. It makes it a good time, but. You go anywhere else, and people are like, you got, "What the hell's going on here?" You know? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was telling you this morning before we started, how you don't realize the mental clarity of not drinking until you're at least like a full month of sober oh yeah it's so noticeable though it especially like a friday night or a saturday morning oh i love yeah not oh being, getting uh, up at like six like five thirty six o'clock you you have literally five more hours in your day and it adds up so fast like the mm-hmm. shit that you get done or even around the house or that's one awesome thing about how like we timed all this out because it was right when we started doing the house and all that. It gives you no excuse to stay sleeping in, to mm-hmm. not get up, go do stuff, get your get our workouts in. And then like I just love how productive the day feels. Mm-hmm. And you didn't realize that how much better you do feel when you're not doing it. I think alcohol has a big negative effect on muscle growth too if you're like yeah. oh dude dude i <laughs> i can be a prime example of that because i used to every weekend like drink even if it was just a couple of drinks but just from something. not just from not doing that i've noticed such insane results just like in my lifts and like because it does affect you for multiple days yeah and if you're drinking heavy you're like basically your whole week is just fucked so like i'm i was going to the gym killing myself all week seeing like no progress and i'm like what the hell and then matt matt would always say like well you know you gotta stop drinking it's like i only had a couple and then it's like yeah but dude those couple like shuts down your protein synthesis for days yeah oh i've seen such good results from it and then like i was feeling you look at you look at brandon too like he stopped for a year or two years now maybe like mm-hmm. he has a couple once in a while but very rarely dude he's always killing his lifts like he looks so much better than he, he did is shredded yeah sure <laughs> i haven't peeled because he was shredded before he got down to like 160 now he's at in like 180s and he's still and like shredded. freaking shredded brandon send me a picture yeah <laughs> <laughs> send it to me i'll show her <laughs> oh fine <laughs> i don't want her to save it <laughs> i don't look that good <laughs> I don't know. You sent me that one the other day, dude. I finally like have my app. Like they're not shredded abs, but I, like I finally have abs again. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that since freshman year of college. Before I went up drinking every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were a, you were skinny. Like that's a good feeling when you had them. Yeah, you're still built right now. Like not right? that you're not skinny, but yeah, you're like. That's dude. It's a nice. It's a nice like, confidence wise, it's nice, and then just like sh- finally seeing like. This is why I work out all the time to like mm-hmm. 
and I was pissing that away all like mm-hmm. every week. Yeah, it's definitely nice. I'm working on my handstands. Handstands? Yeah, she's yeah. just walking around on her hands and really? all the time. Yeah, I don't know. My it's brother like Zach thing. was like, "Why are you doing that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I want to do a handstand." And now she just walks around like. I was really? doing pretty good yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I had one hand for like five seconds. Really? Yeah, but not on purpose. That was on accident. But. <laughs> I'd be scared of going backwards. I think you started like just doing it in the open, and then you used the wall. Yep. And then, I mean, you can do like a TP and just kind of like practice your shoulders in that movement. Against There's the wall. some. Yeah. Well, and just like kind of like a yoga pose yeah downward dog yeah there's some some tips i i watch on instagram to I might try that at home tomorrow mm-hmm. i i don't know i think it's satisfying because it's it's not easy yeah it took weeks but like you can definitely like oh i'm still working see on the it progression not... which was cool you should mm-hmm. get it so you can go up and down stairs like steve from yeah Dude, yeah my dad had a friend from work he would come over you know how big our parent my parents driveway is and the hill he could go on his hands around the whole driveway, up and down the hill. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was like, holy shit. Just like he's walking around. Yeah, he would, he would just flip up, walking on his hands. You ever see Steve-O where he does it? He goes in a handstand, and then he grabs the skateboard while he's in a handstand, puts it up on his feet, and then flips, and then lands on the skateboard. What? Yeah, that's pretty wild. I should um, see yeah, if I, I can was, get a video. Might have to see that. <laughs> Don't give me any ideas, though. <laughs> yeah, you, ever, you ever watch, like, parkour videos? Remember no. when that was, like... Hardcore parkour! <laughs> you remember when that was, like, a big thing? Yeah. Dude, some of that <laughs> shit is pretty wild. Like, I would not even think of that. Or, like, or you think what's really sweet is when they're... It gives me anxiety watching it. When they'll climb on top of cranes that are, like, hundreds of feet in the air, like, in California or New York. Or on top of buildings. What and would do what? Yeah, yeah. Or, or on top of buildings. Like... They could be 60 stories high, and they'll just do, like, a parkour across the frickin' building that high in the air. I'm sure there's never been... seen that? No, that sounds absolutely terrifying. People will do pull-ups on the edge of the building. <gasps> I feel like people have died from this. Oh, absolutely. There's no way they don't. That's awful. Yeah, or, like, they'll just be, they'll be on top of a crane, and they'll just be taking pictures, like, Hanging, hanging i have seen some videos like that I'll play or like walking out on a I'll ledge play grand theft auto and do that and i'm getting scared it's just my character <laughs> don't yeah i'm like don't slip <laughs> you know <laughs> then you're like holding your breath these yeah these people are out there actually doing it uh, that's not it i can't find that yeah steve always <sighs> I read his book, and his book is really interesting. Like, just like the mindset he had of like, I'm gonna be like a stunt man, mm-hmm. and that's all he wanted to be. And like, and he was good at it too, though. Yeah, he is the David Goggins of just doing crazy shit. Like, I've looked at, a, I've like, done a lot of like video watching, and like, I listened to his podcast and read mm-hmm. his book and all this. He's actually like super, super interesting, and like will do anything for like a stunt and video. Some of the shit that he's done is just dude. He insane. made he made jackass. Oh, yeah, he's 
I think he's hilarious. Like, Bam and Johnny did some wild stuff, but if it was, like, the craziest of all, it was to Steve-O. And the, <laughs> he's been sober for, like, before the Jackass number three, and he's still doing, like, crazy stuff on his own now. So it wasn't even, like, you'd think, like, oh, he's so loaded and doing all this crazy stuff. It's just him. Like, that's the that's, way he is. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. I can't find the video. But... That's okay. I'm imagining. Like, how it's it's cool, like, what they became just from, like, you watch old, old videos where they have, like, Bam's camera and they're just recording themselves when they were, like, in high school doing stupid shit. <laughs> And then they all they meet. Were in high they high school all, together. They all like meet each other. No, I don't think. Two of them. It was. I, I think they were like separate, and then they kind of like. I don't know how they ran into each other, mm. but I remember like, old footage of Bam just doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And then, it's cool how they monetized that and became so big. Mm-hmm. But it kind of reminds oh. me of like. Nelk, all those guys are doing all this dumb shit, and look how much freaking money they're making. I haven't watched all the Jackass videos, but what? the one I do remember and laugh at every time that I think about it is when they made the big guy put on a sweatsuit. <laughs> and he drinks to the sweat. <laughs> yeah. That's what one so is gross. that? Number three. Three. Oh. What's your What's your favorite Jackass movie? Mm, I three. Think, I think we watched it at your. Yeah, my brother. I think ended up puking. We watched it at like, your parents' house. <laughs> and when he was drinking the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Zach used to puke when we would like, we'd wrestle, or like, fight and like mess around. He would always puke. Well, you'd be so. Dude, so I aggressive. used to like. I used to whip up on his ass when one time I was babysitting him. Like alone, like I was not there. Yeah, yeah I was oh. in high school still oh, and I was no. babysitting him. He's probably like seven. Yeah. We had a real good time and we were just messing around all day. And then finally Anna came home and As soon as I walked in the door. I like did something to him. All of a sudden he starts crying and then And then he literally starts puking. A little bit later. We were like in the living room or something doing something, and then all of a sudden he starts puking and he's crying again. I'm like, well, I swear everything was good before. Like, I feel like he's gonna tell her parents that I'm abusing him or something, (laughs) or they're gonna hear this horror story of. Well, I was mad. No, it was something worse than that. Where I walked in and then he started crying and you made him puke, and it was like all at once. And I'm like, you need to leave. Yeah. It's like, holy smokes. I don't even know what happened. What did you do to my little baby brother? Remember when Kyle used to puke all the time? <laughs> yeah. I yeah kinda, what happened? How do you get over that? I kind of miss that. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember you you could just sit at the lunch table and be like, Kyle, so-and-so sweaty armpits. And he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> But for he real, though. such a weak <laughs> yeah. stomach. He must have had a really good imagination. <laughs> you know, you say it, and obviously he's like... Oh! <laughs> oh, the best is when if you made him puke and Dan was close, Dan would start puking. <laughs> I can remember one time. And the lunchroom. We are in the lunchroom, and one of the one of the kids was eating like the ketchup and mustard off the side of the garbage. <laughs> Shut! <laughs> I think I know who yeah. you're talking. Yeah, he I was heard just this eating story. it, and we're like, <laughs> I think Beak was like, Kyle, 
look. <laughs> and Kyle looks over because he, he's like, no. No. No, no he's not. <laughs> Beak's like, dude, look. House and Kyle like peeks over and he's like, <laughs> well, then, then I was in Dan's thought, dude. All of a sudden, that same garbage that he's looking out of, Kyle and Dan were like, got their hands on the garbage and they're like looking at each other. And each one is like back and forth, like, <laughs> they're just both puking. It was, dude, it was like a movie. That is so disgusting, though, to like actually think about what he was doing, like getting the ketchup and mustard off the garbage. It was. It that was, one kid would eat his zits? Oh, yeah, dude. All the time. I'm sure there was more than one kid. <laughs> dude, oh, Beak was oh. the worst at, like, instigating it, too. He's like, he would see it, and then he would just kind of, like, give you that look, and you're like, oh, God. What is look it? Look over, <laughs> and you're like, just balls deep in the thing, just picking at him and eating him. You're like, what the fuck? What even gives you the idea It's not even, that. like, eating a booger, you know, like... Kids getting rid of it. Booger. <laughs> They'll just be popping zits and eating them. Oh, what? That, the that's never even fuck? crossed my mind to do that. Like, why would you even? You'd like... want to vomit. <laughs> that that should have been a jackass well, stunt. So like do you think? Do you think he would like uh, refuse? Gross. You think Sorry. he'd like refuse to wash his face just so that he'd get could all zitty him? so he could eat them? Yeah. What it if that a... was the goal? Like. Pouring bacon grease on his face at night, so when he would wake up, I do feel bad. Like some people have really bad skin, so mm-hmm. sorry for like those kind of people. But just we recommend those, you don't pick them those, and eat them. Those creatures in public. <laughs> I used to have really bad skin. <laughs> I did. I know all over your body, not all over your back. Did my back? Did my shoulders? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Now I'm like once no, in a while. It's the I water, like, honestly better diet now you're off the roids yeah i <laughs> wish i could get on some no 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 i it would be cool to try but i think i would if i like literally took steroids i trend think i would get addicted to it well one your body gets like addicted to it like mm-hmm. and then you're like kind of fucked because you have to keep like then you got to keep taking stuff but it would be a, like seth says like superman drugs dude there's nothing better than killing a workout and then imagine putting that on top of it. That dude looks like Superman. Dude, he does. Seth? Mm-hmm. He looks awesome now. He's like two. Seth Rossi? He's, he's basically my weight right now. 210, but he's but, huge. But he's, my, but like he's his... my height. He's 5'7". Huge. 5'6", 5'7". Oh, my gosh. And his arms are like twice the size. Oh, his shoulders least. are so round. Yeah, dude. That's one awesome like thing on his shoulders. are just bowling balls. Dude, like, would you if re- Jake if Jake didn't drink and had a clean diet, he's like Zach. Zach has the genetics to be like a professional bodybuilder. Yeah, Jake's the same, like a mesomorph body type where like they touch a weight or eat food, they just blow up. Mm-hmm. That's those two. Like, like Dylan, Jeanette. Like, yeah. Like Matt. Yeah. Like, well, Matt freaking he has to work his ass off. Like, look at him like now and like, yeah, when he, like when he's true. not lifting crazy heavy like. He'll go down to like 180. Yeah, but that's with. I mean, I guess. No, some people like. But Zach, if he wasn't working out, he wouldn't be a. He wouldn't. He would be a big guy still. Yeah. He would be a big guy. He would probably still be 200 pounds, but just chubby. Now mm-hmm. that he like lifts, 
he like just boom. He touches a weight, dude. He goes up every single week. It's insane. He squats like 315 for like 20 reps. He he literally put a hundred pounds on he, his squat in less than a year. I, he put he he put forty pounds in his squat in like two sessions, and I'm not talking like going from like two hundred to two twenty five or like something like that. He's literally repping out three fifteen, and then now he's he squatted like four seventy. He's barely, he got like four twenty or something like that, and then like a couple weeks later, four seventy. Yeah, it went up like insane. Well, and he he's took like, weeks off. He's like, People are gonna think I'm on steroids. <laughs> Maybe he is annoyingly. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> What's like. What's Dan doing? <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna get tested. I'm like, you're 100 percent gonna get tested at nationals. Like he's going, he has nationals in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and his lifts from a couple months ago at his last meet combined are probably I think he said like over 100 or 200 pounds on all of his lifts. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> dude, it's insane. Like he, they say like. I don't, there's not like much science behind it. it's a bro science i guess you could say like after people know like if they if they could compete in the mr olympia after their first steroid cycle like bodybuilders zach's one of them guys like if he got on a cycle he has the genetics where like mm-hmm. he could he could be a professional bodybuilder which i think he might go for he's obsessed with it he's so obsessed he says numbers like that, like you were saying. He did 380 for four sets of 10, and he oh, yeah, literally he passed out. Yeah. He did squats the other day, like five sets of 10 at 60%, which was 315, five yeah, sets of okay, 10. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. But I walked into the gym, and Kyle goes, your brother's laying on the treadmill. He's He said he's resting. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he's laying down. I'm like, is he okay? He's literally like the videos where like you watch like a motivational lifting video and they're like, if you're not puking after squats, like you're not pushing yourself, that dude, he does it every time. Like <laughs> he, he'll push himself like My favorite is when he, dead. he pushes himself so hard he farts. <laughs> yeah, like he, he'll be like, he'll it's, get done with the set. And he'll be like, well, at least I didn't shit myself. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's awesome though. Like I, I, I like seeing that. He I just falls yeah. in. He's just so into it. It's awesome. Like mm-hmm. it, you, he's like, it's like when somebody's finding their like passion. Like, dude, I like, he's fine. I think he's fine. It's in. also really cool because I feel like we, we had some sort of role in that. Oh yeah, you, because he definitely looked up to you. Yeah, it's and cool. yeah, yeah it I is saw cool you in the gym. Because mm-hmm. I remember when. I think it was like his freshman. He's only a sophomore in high school, by the way. He's my weight, dude. He's literally like probably bigger than I am. He's a sophomore. That's insane. (laughs) It's awesome. But I remember like either his eighth grade or freshman year, we were getting him into powerlifting. And like 225 was like a lot. And he's like trying to go up each time. I'm like, dude, just like, just be consistent with it. Like, it's going to come. Like, just master it. Like, we just keep on critiquing his form, like getting him into it, and and then all of a sudden he started like reading more articles and like just like getting into the nutrition. I told him like if you master that, like that's when everything else is just gonna take off. And like he still hasn't even got that down, where he's like if he would eat like Matt used to eat, yeah, dude, oh he would be Dylan, like he would be he'd be putting four hundred up. Um, he's 
he benched 300 the other day at he went from like probably two months ago at like 275 and now he's at 300 already like sort of put 25 pounds on his bench (laughs) just from i can barely bench the bar i remember he, he would look at me and kyle like we'd be doing sets at 275 and he's like holy crap and i'm like dude you're not that far behind and the fact that you just keep on like going up like you're gonna be passing us very soon and sure shit he's like he's getting there what do you bench uh this I... week i have to do three hunt 305 for four sets of three and i've hit my last week was Damn. last week was 285 for four sets of eight we did everything off percentages now. So I started it a couple of weeks before we started 75 hard. And I think we started our first set our like was a 60%. So we did our max. We cal- you start with like calculating your max and we've never actually well I've done it on like on a Smith machine, but I've never actually benched it on a free weight with 350. But like I figured if we can set, so we could do 225 for five sets of 10. So that was what our first week was supposed to be at 60%. So then I did what 100% would be, would be with 350 or 355. Mm-hmm. So now by week 16, that's what our max, we'll, we'll have to try to max out at 355. And so far- for one rep? Yeah, so far through the like 10 weeks, I think it is, we've hit every single set. We haven't missed one. So we're either going to hit that 355 or higher. Jeez. Or we're going to get like 340 something because like once it gets that heavy, like it's hard to like your calculations might hit it and you might not like. But we, I did, I know that like all my numbers are going up. Just one, one I keep hitting my sets. 275 three months ago would be tough for like a set of four why i just had to do four sets of eight at 285 so it's like i'm hitting that which is way way more than what i was doing at 275 so i'm like well i'm crushing my weekly things and then i when i did my 285 i went up and my last set i put 315 on just to see if i could do it and i hit it like pretty pretty easy so i'm like Mm. That used to be like 315. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, it's just that mental barrier. Yeah. But now it's like. 315 three plates, right? Yeah. Now it's just like, no, I'll hit oh. that. Like, uh, now I'm more worried mm-hmm. when, like, I have to do four sets or, like, sets of eight or something like that, where it's like, holy shit, this is going to suck. I thought I was doing good this week because I got 240 for two. Yeah, you're but talking, you're starting, you're starting you're all over, of- dude. You haven't lifted in a year, like, a yeah. couple years. Mm hmm. Like I've been lifting, I just haven't been. These, you're, it's called progressive overload. You're supposed to always try to do like slightly more reps or more weight each week. Yeah. So now we just did it off percentages, and if you do that, like yeah, it might be two and a half pounds, but if you do that for four sets, so like, say you f- say it's five pounds, to like make it easier. So like if I do three sets of five, that's fifteen reps, right? But then the next week I add five more pounds. When now you did five more pounds for 15 reps, 15 times five. So now you did that much more weight. Like Mm -hmm. you just keep on doing that every single week. And like if all of a sudden, you know, you're not going to add two and a half pounds and try to do 20 more reps. Well, now you just try to hit like 
22 like say you did 20 reps and now you're just trying to do 21 reps or 22 reps like that like in your whole workout like it, it's it's your whole workout sets that eventually add up so like if you're doing four exercises and you do three sets for each exercise mm -hmm. 12 sets or whatever 12 working sets that's pretty light honestly like we i try to shoot like 18 or so like working sets so then the next week i would try to do like 13 working sets or it's 15 working sets and then eventually if you're like at 18 working sets or like you know like you're at like that's a long workout then you just try to go up a little bit more weight and still try to hit your your 18. Mm -hmm. there's a ton there like ton of different ways to like i guess progressively overload it but you have to just figure out like you're not going to be able to keep putting weight on putting weight on when then you have to just hit like another set of it until eventually you hit two or three more sets of that same number mm -hmm. where now you can add the weight i used to just go in there and like whatever i felt that day that's what i would do well in the long run like i'm not i'm not moving anywhere you know like mm -hmm. the overall volume in a week or like a month and then at the end of a year my volume could be less than it was the year before but now each now each week i'm trying to add more each month a little more so that every year you gotta you gotta keep adding more keep of that going. volume so that you're mm -hmm. slow like it's a slow growth especially after you I've, I've been doing it for over 10 years like i'm not gonna blow up like people that are new to it in the first year or two that's when you freaking make new like say newbie gains like that's when you're gonna make a ton of progress like a new lifter could put on 20 pounds in, in a year of lean mass. Like, that's how crazy it is. Because your body's not used to that shit. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like, Man. Like, that's why you see, like, somebody new in, like, a one-year transformation that can blow up. Mm -hmm. Like, Zach, I told him, like, dude, you have to eat a ton and just keep lifting. Because right now, like, you're, hit, you're just hitting puberty, like, really? And you're new to lifting. You combine those two and you start doing it right that's when you're just going to put like that's your biggest opportunity for growth is right when you start so just maximize that and i'm like i messed up on that because i'm like oh i want to have abs i want to be lean well it's like i should have been pounding the food pounding the weights like took advantage of all that new growth opportunity but like i didn't because you wanted to look good or whatever in high school or like yeah, I tell him like, dude, don't worry about that. Like, you I lift just... seven days a week. I lift. Or do you take? I lift at day? least five. And then my Saturday, like Saturday, I'll use for like a body part that's like lagging. So like my shoulders are like always been a weak point. So now like I'll do a little bit more. So my volume at the end of the week is hot. Like so on my shoulder workout on like thursday i'll hit 18 sets or whatever well then i try to get maybe six more sets so then i'm at 21 or like you know like so how do you track what what you're doing and how many do you write it down in like a notes or? well i just have like a 16 week plan on my percentages well then i just use that like i use that on all my other lifts really so like if i'm doing pull-ups so the first week I did five sets of 10 just at body weight pull-ups. Well, then if I hit them, I just add a little more. Like, 
maybe I'll do a couple like five sets of 12 or I'll or I'll get like a weight and do weighted pull-ups mm-hmm. so like if all of a sudden I'm doing like a four by five or a five by five on bench I'll try to do a five by five on pull-ups and then add weight and like dips I think I have to put like yeah three 45 pound plates on a belt and that's what you got to do dips at 345 that sounds like it's bad on your hips because you put the belt on kind of stretches my lower back i suppose i do like just hanging yeah you're supposed to do that stretch out you're Mm -hmm. supposed to just hang they actually say that's really good for like your ligaments you ever watch that one jay i think joe rogan talks about that just a dead hang Mm-hmm. Like helps with like your grip strength, like stretches we, out your shoulders, your spine. At fire, we, that would be one of the things that you just have to hang they, out for a minute. They say that it's like, well, this is like, this is more on like a, what's the word? What's the Um, like evolutionary standpoint they say like they look at how like strong monkeys joints are and their ligaments and stuff and it's because they're always like hanging hanging, like overhead you know well they kind of relate that to like humans like it's good for you to to do that so they say like doing a monkey bars or something's good yeah yeah just like a straight monkey bars just a dead hang is like what they like talk about like grabbing the pull-up bar and just hanging there for how long minutes if you can i mean a lot of people can't hang up there for a minute mm-hmm. but then like that's the same thing just I feel like, like i could hang for a really long time you think that dude i not to my like, grip gives out you, but my grip will give out it's fast. hard i think like, it's your grip or like a oh, shoulder type oh hell deal. yeah dude it's my grip I, you ever do like hanging leg raises for your abs no oh my leg my, i don't do any ab work my mm-hmm. hands will give out Usually, like, I could use, like, you know, like, deadlift, deadlifting straps, like, wrist straps to hold, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't use those. I don't deadlift, though, either. That's what I would use if I were to, like, do, like, hanging leg raise for abs. I thought, thought, hey, when Rogan was talking about that, you hang by your feet. And that was supposed to be good for, like, stretching out your spine and stuff. That's, like... That's another thing too. So they actually have he like, they have like inversion tables for that. Yeah. That was monkey bars. I was the shit. I could, you know, go up there and hang upside down. Isn't it? Isn't that crazy though? Like how as a kid you can run around and be active and that, uh-huh. and you never got tired because you were always having fun. Yeah, and you Dude, liked it. We used yeah. to play at we used to play at Adam's farm all day long. Like. Mm-hmm. From seven in the morning until two in the morning, and we would get up and do it again. We would play, we would play, like Ghost in the Graveyard. We would, yeah, yeah, so we'd play Wolf. Mm-hmm. We'd call it Wolf. Like, we'd be cops. Somebody would be the wolf, and then someone would go look for you. And then if you got caught, you were now a wolf. And then you had to, like you guys combined would go look for people and like, dude, we'd play this out on the farm. Like we'd be running into Rickard's fields. Like uh-huh. we would play like multiple like basically a country block like because they had like 40 some acres and we'd run around in the wood like 
if you got really ballsy, you'd run in the woods, like which was away from the house quite a bit. And then there's like coyote dens and stuff in there, and Oof. you could hear them howling while you're like hiding, and you're like, mm. you're like, you're ten years old, like oh shit, like. <laughs> but yeah, we would we would play all day long, like dodgeball, soccer, mm-hmm. football, and never got really tired. No, dude, we Cause you're having fun. And then we would play like when Halo was big, we would go take like basically like a lunch break, you know, like or like basically what would happen is we'd play a sport, somebody would get in a fight. They would fight, like full-blown fist fights. Like we would be punching each other, and then and then we'd be like, "All right," and we'd go inside and we'd play some Halo or something. Then we'd go in the pool, and then we'd be like, "You guys want to play dodgeball?" And then we'd go play dodgeball. And like we had like literally like a hundred fucking different balls, and we would like that. I think yeah. that's how I got like a good arm because we would just play dodgeball, and then all of a sudden we get in a fight. We'd have like we'd have so many guys at that house, like so many kids, like. We would have multiple teams. We'd have tournaments, and it, dude, it was so fun. Remember when we played beer ball in El Dorado? Yeah, that the was diamond. fun. Yeah, that was so fun. Beer ball. Yeah, well, you had to hold. So you, you, we played baseball. Was baseball or dodgeball? No, we baseball. played baseball With at the tennis Simon Park. Yeah, we, we had we had a lot of people there. Yeah, and you put your beer on the chair at home plate, and the pitcher tried to hit your beer. And then you would be out, but you had to hit the ball. You had to bat opposite, I think, like left. No, knee. you batted normal. But then every time you ran, you had to grab your beer mm-hmm. and then run to the base. Like, and people always would forget to grab their beer off, <laughs> off the chair and then run with it. Yeah. So if the pitcher, if you swung and missed, and the pitcher hit your beer off the chair, then, then you're, you're out. out. Yeah. And obviously three strike. Yeah. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was a fun, lot of fun. <laughs> I actually had some Snapchats that I was looking through. I, I have a bunch from that. Yeah, like, <coughs> like I think, like, Keegan, John, like, Craig, you, like, was Lavin in those guys, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Grieve. Yeah, we had a lot of people there. Yeah. I had a picture. Enough for, like, two full teams, two teams like, yeah. 18, 20 people total. <laughs> uh, that's fun. That's one. Okay, now I guess, like, that when we go kind of back to like a little drinking thing that is a lot of fun when you have like like when you are making it a sport or Mm -hmm. like doing that like i remember last fourth of july like we set up the slip and slide and we were like doing that like we had like a hundred foot slip and slide Mm -hmm. and playing flip cup like that's that's slide down and then flip cup at the bottom yeah that that was awesome so kyle's having a fourth or third of july party out at the farm because they have that's when they have the fisk fireworks so he wants to have everybody out there for the, um, for the night well and the fourth of july is on a sunday and then and then i was thinking maybe we had a Isn't if, it? if we have off on monday i would like to have a party out here mm-hmm. like a cookout and have everyone here on the, no boat this year so we can no yeah go so to the region well that's okay because the last two years we've gotten swimmers itch i didn't <laughs> A lot. I think we didn't go to Norwegian last year. We went I to didn't the matter. Park. I still got into swimmers itch. There was a few of us. Yeah, I walked my phone in the lake. Huh? Oh yeah, that's see, right. that's the thing too. Like when we go to the lake, well then everyone has to come back somewhere, mm-hmm. and then everyone's dead tired. And if you don't come right to the party, like half You're the not people won't back. show up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they'll just be they'll be dead. It's a long day. Yeah, if if we have off that Monday, I think we should like, cook out and stuff that's here. It's gonna happen. Maybe I'll just take off on it. And mm. That means I gotta get my side jumps in. We'll see. Or I could we'll set see. something up, like so I could just go strip forms or seal a 
driveway or something on that Monday. Do it in the afternoon. That way I'm still working. I keep yawning. What time is it? Nine. Nine. Oh, two. <laughs> Dang. Day flew by today. Yeah, it did. I was thinking Cause that. Because I showed up late. No, I was even like... <laughs> before I even went to by Kyle to do that bid this morning, I think it was like... It was like 7.30 and I was at the gym and I'm like, how is it already 7.30? And then I, I was up at... You could have got up with me. I, I literally got up like 30 minutes after you. Oh. It what still time? felt like my day was over so fast. Five o'clock I left. Oh, I got up at six. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought you left at 5.30. <laughs> how long has it been? We could probably wrap it up. Probably a while. You hour, got... hour 51 total. Oh, nice. Quality. I thought we had some That's good... That's going to be a long walk when I listen to this one. We had some decent content <laughs> on this one. Any last words? No. We're going to look into doing them t-shirts for sure. I know we got... We have at least 10 loyal <gasps> listeners. Wow. Oh, my I gosh. I saw on the statistics we have 10... What does loyal... 10 viewers that... Have watched how many? No. Because I'm wondering no, if... No, no, no. Like, oh. it says, like... 10 unique ones that like people like have never seen it before no that like follow have like seen like a couple of our okay like, so like, i could back. be i could be a loyal listener i haven't listened to them all but guilty yeah, I'm you sorry. could be you should start listening maybe share I, it i literally have been I, I was gonna share it listen here i had first it on my couple eh. i had it on my story and i was listening to the podcast and i tagged you guys and your instagram don't want to hear Really? Yes. And I had it ready to post. I said, so proud of these guys. And I don't know what happened, but when I came back, it was gone, and I forgot that I didn't post it. And then the next day, I'm like, why didn't anybody say anything? And then I realized I never posted it. So I'll get there. <laughs> and the next time that Matt comes back, we're hopefully going to be in the house for at least a couple days so we are gonna have to figure something out for the next episode we can either we can maybe do it like on a friday this friday night oh but that because i'm that special one too because i am going to uh we have a very interesting podcast coming up oh yeah very soon you guys are really gonna give a little sneak peek nope no not even gonna give a hint you you guys guys are are not ready for this Okay. This is going to be a good one. What's next week? Oh, because you want to start that job. Yes. Hmm. So maybe Friday night, I think right after work. I think I'm going to work out and get my workouts done in the morning. And then I'm going to have to get all my stuff ready for Saturday morning. And then, um, yeah, maybe we could do a little late night record or something like that just to get one in. Or we could do it on a Sunday, but... I might be working too, so I'd rather just try to get it done before I start doing all that. Okay. Yeah. We'll, so we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll plan something out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we have some good news. Maybe we got some some pre-releases, t-shirts. You know, maybe get some pre-orders in. <laughs> I got the snap sent out. But yeah, let us know if you guys would be interested in one. Just leave a comment on our. We'll we'll put a picture up maybe on Instagram or you can DM us if you'd be interested and what size and maybe if you want a couple of them or 
get a gift for somebody else. Thank you guys for sticking with us, listening into these. All ten of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, some of our we got like hey, fifty views on some. We appreciate each and every. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're one. it's better than the two that we started with. You guys Which can, were Jason and Matt. We're on <laughs> six different platforms. Just go to whatever uh, whatever you guys use to listen to your music or your podcast, and we'll we'll be on there. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, those are our main go-tos. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Jay, you got anything? Nothing. Thanks for um, having me. I hope yeah. to be back. Yeah. Well, you will since... Since the studio is going to be in your house. Yeah. (laughs) Looking forward to finishing up the studio. And getting a video. That'll be huge. Yeah, we got to definitely figure that out. That's going to be sweet. All right. Well, have a good night. Woo!